Gamer Stick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. And with me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And J-Dimes. What's up? All right. So uh, first things first, it is episode 68. And today is uh, March 30th. And uh, here in Virginia, we are just starting our our three-month frickin' quarantine uh, shelter-in-place bullshit. Uh, but it's not bullshit because it's important. It's what you have to do. Officially, as of 13 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. 8 p.m. Eight Eastern. o'clock. Uh, and we are live 8 p.m. Eastern every Monday over at twitch.tv slash Alex Albisu. So today on today's show, we're going to talk about COVID-19. Uh, it's going to turn turns the world on its ear. The downward spiral of GameStop continues in the heavy hitters of Chinese Chinese uh, gaming, as, as you wrote, Don. <laughs> There are lots of ease. <laughs> gaming and telecom create a tag team to enter the cloud gaming ring. All this in the pursuit of Nizoth on this installment of Joystick and Mouse. So before we jump into that, dudes, what's going on with you? Huh? Just just sheltering in place. Sheltering in place? <laughs> ah, man. This, this whole COVID thing is driving That's me a little world. nuts. I mean, like, I don't want to say I feel at all like... Uh, uh, like, like I'm complaining about having to stay home. Like, it's it's really not that bad because you know, like we're we're staying safe. We're staying inside. We're, we're following the rules, right? I'm really pissed at all these fucking people that are uh, just ignoring everything else, like uh, all the all the rules. I, saying, I just uh, shelter in place. Be a responsible human being. Shelter in place, uh, and it's so I, I told this this story before uh, to other people but we went to target yesterday because we needed some groceries and and a few things so we um we're walking through the store and we're going up an aisle and we're on one side and the family coming towards us gets to the other side so that there's a nice area in between so we can pass each other some freaking woman comes screaming up between us walks right between us as we're passing each other and i'm like what part of six feet don't you understand? And she's like mumbling, rah, 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 and just keeps on going. I'm like, what the hell is the matter with you? People are. You know where we didn't have those problems with Costco. Oh really? Just, yo, listen, these people in Costco, Costco is doing it right. They're so? doing it right. They're they're opening early on Saturdays, so like eight thirty in the morning, they let us they let us in. There was a line. They went on and let us in. Let us do our shopping. Um. They have little diagrams that show you what six feet should be, which six feet is really a couple inches between the front of your cart and where your feet are at a Costco cart. Sure. For instance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, didn't really didn't really have any issues. Like even even in the line, you know, people kept people keeping their distance. Yeah, man. That's good. That's good. No, and they've had, just... they've had all the supplies. Uh, our buddy Neil was saying that he still couldn't find any oh, disinfectant yeah. products. And I said, Neil, do you have a Costco membership? He said, nah, and it's too far. Went, okay. Man, sucks. But, you know, but Costco is Costco has looked out for us. We have we've got a we've got corporate size toilet paper. 
<laughs> uh, the toilet paper that we nine hundred foot rolls <laughs> is what we've got chilling in a box of. How does, how does that fit on the roll? On the it does not. Roll? <laughs> it does not. But so here's you gotta here's get one of those ones that mount sideways now. So about a month or two ago, Vanessa bought a toilet paper stand so that like the bottom of it you can put like oh five yeah or six uh -huh. rolls staged yeah. in there and then there's a on the top there's a little arm that you put the toilet paper roll and this roll will actually fit on that perfectly fine i'm gonna have to put something in the bottom to like it it down fall over <laughs> to make sure that it doesn't tip over but uh i get a bag of rocks or a bag of something and mm. put the 19 problems i know right hey. Hey, it'll be all right. We got plenty of TP. We do. And we got food. All I, all I want to say is just, you know, today they announced our shelter in place thing, right? And we were talking about this before the show, and I and I said, you know what, I gotta I gotta just talk about it on the show, so I, I held off. Uh, our governor basically gave the most lackluster, um, freaking press conference I've ever seen on this whole thing, and we've watched Trump shit, uh, and it was like. <coughs> The way that what is going on over there? You got like you're playing bells or something? What do you got? Oh, look at you! Hold that up for the camera, everybody. He's breaking out the good stuff. Dang, I love that stuff. Uncle nearest, he's yeah, breaking man. out some whiskey. I love it. True um, story. True story behind this this yeah. whiskey. So we uh so we're watching it, and basically the whole gist behind this press conference felt a lot like it was like uh. Everybody needs to shelter in place. We yes. we've we've got people out there, you know, still congregating, and all this stuff. And uh, you know, if you're in a in a shop and you own a small brick and mortar shop, no more than ten people in the shop at a time. And I'm like, okay, this is all everything that we talked about. And he's like, but now we're ordering it. And and then there were questions around like, oh, okay, but like, what about like a fine or anything like that? He's like, well, we don't want to overcrowd our prison system and all that stuff. And I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, but like you could at least do something. It felt yep. a lot like he was like, we're going to give you a stern talking to if we find you out in a public park with some friends. It did, wasn't did you see Did you see what Larry Hogan said up in Maryland? Yeah, the Maryland. It's like $5,000 fine up to a year in prison. Well, and that's, and that's ultimately, so I, I read some more specifics about it and they were talking about it uh, being like you could get a fine in prison time. So it was like kind of counter to what he said during the presentation, but I was watching it like, geez. Well, no, no, this is what you do. The, uh, the most eloquent speaker ever. You give them a man. citation and you, you withhold judgment. Until after this is over. No, you know, no, he, and then you put them in jail. Here's what you do: you do what uh, they're doing in India right now, where the police officers are are smacking people with upside the fucking head with their sticks. Yes, and yeah, then yeah, they're yeah, even yeah. forcing for people to like publicly shit in the streets, it, like like humiliating people because of their just being yeah. an idiot. That's what you do. You know, if if our country didn't already have a problem with this, I would say. If you get caught out in a large congregation, they ought to put you in a detention center. Like, let the people out of the ICE detention centers. Put these people there in. There you go. That's an idea. You go stay in the detention center Got for no the duration. For I'm sorry. Yeah. I had to go a little a little old man on this, but it just fucking Yeah, man. People, I, people I out here being crazy. Get, well, my wife and I talk about this all the time. I don't understand. People think the rules don't apply to them. 
I, I don't listen. know what it is. The rules apply to everybody. Yep. That's why they're just. It's because we there's no stick. You know, That's the problem. There's no stick. Yeah. Oh, Diddy's a little frozen right now. We'll give him a second to rejoin. Uh -oh. I used um, to tell my boss this at work all the time. They'd be like, hey, uh, we need to do this mandatory training, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I'd, be, and and I'd say... sign on the... What? He's he's kind of catching back. Diddy, are you there? Oh, hold on. We're going to we're gonna pause the recording right here. Okay, we have Diddy back. All right, so Diddy, right. Diddy went robotic for a second. Uh Sorry. So, so Sorry. no, I, I, I think we've, I think we've. Did you hear about, about the walk in the park? That's enough. Huh? Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, finish this thought. Go ahead. So we, so we went for a walk today. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to get out, did some exercise. It's good for you. Stay away from other people. Great. Well, welcome by this little kids park. It has a sign on the gate that says "Do not enter." Closed. Some dude sitting in there on his phone. On the on one of the steps, and I'm like, "The hell's the matter with you?" I know you probably have the COVID, <laughs> and you're gonna give it to the kids. Stop it! Stop it! You're being a you wiener. Ugh. All right. And, and it's not you. It's, no. You're not worried about you. You're worried about everybody else that you're going to come in contact with. Right. Um, well, let me tell you something I am looking forward to, by the way. Diddy. Anyways. Very much uh, very much looking forward to our raid night tomorrow night. We had a blast. Filthy Casuals is back in action. Yes. Uh, you can follow uh, our, our raiding shenanigans in World of Warcraft by by watching raids live every Tuesday, either at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu. Wednesday. Or, uh, oh, sorry. Wednesday. You're right. Wednesday night. <laughs> the, it used to be Tuesdays. Every used Wednesday Tuesdays. night, 8 p.m., uh, uh, either on my channel or Diddy's channel, Diddy Does Games. And uh, it's mm -hmm. a blast. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's good to be back raiding with the gang and... Uh, enjoying some yeah content, it was fun so. it was good to get the old uh the old gang back together yeah. well, and that's yeah, like <laughs> it's funny it's almost like we just never skipped a beat we're mm -hmm. we're we're slightly under geared for what we're doing but we'll you know get there. it'll get there yeah we'll get there uh but but world of warcraft is a blast animal crossing is a blast uh having so much fun with it uh what are you at as uh progression wise there diddy uh, on the other team. Oh no no! I'm talking about what? Animal Crossing. Oh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh. Well, so Animal Crossing. <laughs> you know how we a couple of episodes ago we said you know would you cheat? Would you exploit? No. Something. Diddy. <laughs> so there was a bug in Animal Crossing where. If you were spinning a surface and you pick something off off of it, it would duplicate it. So what you could do is take the Nintendo Switch, set it on the stool, spin it and pick it up at the same time, and you'd have two of them. Diddy. So I may or may not have sat for about an hour and a half doing this and then going and selling all the switches and coming back and selling all the switches. So uh, I can neither confirm nor deny my house has all the rooms and... Dang. All right. I see you. Uh, so I'm taking a much more <laughs> legal approach to the game and I got a couple of, of people, new people on my island. One more house has been built and it's about to be uh, filled up tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I've got a bigger house. I don't have all my rooms. Diddy. But I have uh, a, a bigger house than I did uh, yesterday, and it's a lot of fun. But, but that is the only thing that it really gave you was money. So, so the house has expanded. But other than that, there's 
nothing. And your soul is now else. Satan's, but that's fine too. No, I'm okay with it. You're I'm a good. Sinner. <laughs> you're a sinner. Uh, last thing I want to mention is that uh, before we jump into the news, because I know that's what you're all here for. Uh, the Dad Chronicle, we started episode 101. Uh, can't believe I'm over 100 episodes of that thing. Uh, and we had Melinda Cotter, who is Tim's friend. Yeah. On the show. And she she is a principal of a Montessori school. It's a wonderful conversation. If you guys out there are parents and you want to hear some good uh, conversation about parenting and and uh, we talk a little bit about COVID and how educators are preparing for it, but then also talking about, you know, uh, what what the the whole Montessori program is about. I had no idea what it was about, and I found it really enlightening, and it kind of demystified some of it uh, that I know that a lot of people have misconceptions about it. So it was, it was a really interesting conversation. So you can go to thedadchronicle.com and listen to that. Um, yeah, and that's that's everything that we have as far as as far as uh, pre-show bullshit goes. So why don't we just jump right into the news? It's time for the news. All right, Diddy, you're up first. What you got? So we're si- I'm sitting there last Thursday, and you know, and the the alerts are coming up on the computer, and and I see this Nintendo Direct. I'm like, there's no Nintendo Direct today, uh, but sure enough, or Nintendo so you released. Nintendo released a surprise Nintendo Direct mini presentation on Thursday. They say mini. It was half an hour freaking long. But uh, and then they announced a variety of new game, uh, new games, re-releases, and DLC coming to the Nintendo Switch in 2020. It included classics like XCOM 2, Bioshock, Borderlands, and a first look at the next Smash Brothers DLC character, more Star Wars ports, and a whole lot more stuff uh like xenoblade chronicles and all kinds of other stuff so i was like holy crap they just like dropped this in the middle of the week and then i was like are those games gonna be any good on the switch yo i think borderlands could be fire on the switch you think xcom is gonna be amazing on the switch xcom will be fine but Bioshock and Borderlands? Oh, man, listen. I think Borderlands... Let's, let's say you're a person who travels a whole lot. I don't know that there's another game that you could get as much time for your dollar in as Borderlands. Yeah, but and it's will just it be all a right on the small screen? Not I think so. Screen. Yeah, I mean... It's, if it's a shooter? Yeah, playing a lot of shooters on... on uh, really, I don't play. Uh, I don't like. Overwatch. I mean, if Doom, if Doom, Doom worked on the small screen, I don't know why Borderlands wouldn't. Really? Yeah. yeah that's... I mean, listen. As small screens go, that's big. It is. Oh, no, it's I mean, screen. there are people that play. I guess it's I mean, pretty about, big screen. What, yeah. what was the? Uh, what was Infinity Blade? Infinity Blade. Infinity. Infinity Blade. You remember that? Yeah. The Epic Games. Oh man, that was great. Yeah. On the iPhone, I mean, and that played great on like a Series Five. I mean, I feel like the Switch screen is bigger than my my Max, so I yeah, think, I think, that, I think it's I think it'll be great. I'm excited about it. I mean, not that I'm not so. The reason that I'm excited about it more than uh, maybe most is because the. They, they announced that a lot of my favorite games are coming to this console, which gives more people an opportunity to play it. Like, the XCOM series is phenomenal. XCOM 2 is a masterpiece of, like, a, 
just a, uh, one of those tactical, uh, uh, what are they called? I, I'm blanking on the term, um, like turn-based shooter sort of deals. But uh, so, so that's wonderful, and the story's great. But also, Bioshock, one of my favorite like game franchises of all time, now you have an opportunity to play that. Like, it's incredible. If Will if, loves that game. If Yeah, if you have an opportunity. if So first of all, if you've never played Bioshock and the, you have a Switch, this is your opportunity to seriously Bioshock. experience one of the best stories in gaming history. Um, yeah, what are you doing? Go play. Oh, if you've it's never amazing. played Bioshock, go play. Oh, it's just, it's so good. And Bioshock Infinite is a masterpiece as well. Just it, I'm going to say this, that game 1. was not my cup of tea. Yeah, but people love it. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's the aesthetic, the story, the freaking uh, powers and the guns and like how you can just crush everything. Like it's it's so fun, man. Like it's it's really cool. So it's a great opportunity. And um, you know, like you talked about Diddy, there's a bunch of other uh, you know announcements: new Smash Brothers DLC character, Star Wars ports. Um, a whole lot of stuff to yeah, sink your teeth there into. Was a, there was a lot of stuff wrapped up in this. I was like, man, it's just one after the other. Um, one of my favorite games, Burnout Paradise, is, is coming to Switch. That's That'll be a lot of fun. I never played it. Um, yeah, and uh, this con- controversial game, Catherine. Oh, uh, oh. Where mm. you play as the boyfriend and you're you're trying to decide whether you're going to cheat on her or not, and or either yeah. have or haven't. I don't remember, but yeah, it's got a whole bunch of uh, moral, moral dilemma moral, situation, uh, question and dilemmas in it. It's a puzzle you game. Know what but, yeah. I really love about this. I love the fact that Nintendo is embracing a more mature selection of games yeah yeah I yes agree. oh i agree 100 percent. And, and and this we had this conversation i don't know 20 episodes ago and we were talking about whether or not nintendo would continue to support the ds line of 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 handhelds and i think this is really the reason why they would because it allows them to really differentiate between audiences, right? Like if, if you're a parent okay. and you're buying your kid a handheld and you want to make sure that what they have access to is family-friendly games, buy them a DS family yeah. console, right? If you've got like a teenager or it's for you, a Switch is what you want, Right? Like the kids aren't going to care about the graphics. They're not going to care if the animal crossing that you buy them is the old one or this brand new one that came out. They just want something that's going to entertain them. But the switch is really geared towards the people who kind of care about those other things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've had that discussion a couple of times about whether the graphics of a, of a switch will hold it back and, Apparently not. No, I think it's great, man. Apparently, you know, I, I think the Switch has really good graphics, though. It's like what seven twenty uh, on a screen, yeah, uh, on on the good. normal screen, yeah, like it's ten eighty p otherwise, and yeah, you know, but for 
It's HD. Core people, they probably care and it probably matters, but for the vast majority of people, they just don't give a shit. <laughs> when I was playing Breath of the Wild, it didn't matter to me that it was 720 nope. on handheld. The game was just good. So I might need to borrow that again because Jamie just beat it. My buddy Jamie. Jamie, if you're listening, uh, he beat it and he spent I, 140 hours. And I've been thinking about going it. back on that one and, and trying to finish that. I, I never, never really finished. played past like the first starting area. That's all I ever. Alex, played. what? No, what? I know. Look, I know. What, I just, what is? What honestly, is this I, madness? I get uh, that I get, you speak of. This is the same reason I haven't really finished Odyssey, like uh, the freaking Assassin's Creed Odysseys, because it it. Uh, I never finished Assassin's Creed game. But it but it intimidates me, man. It's like such a long storyline. I'm afraid that I'm not going to get it all, and and uh, like these kind of quick in and out situations are like really fun. That's why I really enjoy animal crossing right now. Cause I'm like in and out, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I'm able to just hang yep. out a, a, a few. Go pick up. Fruit salad. Good. So good though. I know. And, and that's so the thing. Good. Like Aria is now loving watching me play games. That'd be right up her alley. She would love to watch me play that. Um, so I, I, I might need to get it again for me guys. It might be fun. I'll teach you the glitch to, uh, to make your experience in Breath of the Wild a little easier. Okay. To give you more money? Yeah. I like more money glitches. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> There's a, uh, you know, the little dragon that flies up by the, uh, by the, by the waterfall? No. No. Um, so there's like a little dragon that flies by a waterfall, and there's a glitch so that you shoot off his, the scales, and the scales get you a lot of money. And like, oh. if you do it for like an hour, like you can get like five hundred thousand rupees. Something oh, really? See, I like these. I like these kind of glitches. So you can buy right whatever you want. <laughs> and funny. as you get closer to the end game, especially after you, the uh, the vendor that sells you all the ancient stuff, like you just buy whatever you get. All the ancient arrows you want. That's sweet. Yeah, man, it's great. Yeah. It's great. You can have all the rooms in your house. Yeah. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Such a buy, buy it all. I think I think the key to that game is either the you know the glitch is great, but also having the amiibos. Like that's the one game where I think the amiibos are very, very helpful because they give you so many supplies. Ah, okay, yeah. So and I I think we have almost all of the amiibos for that game. Nice. Well, let's uh let, let's move on to our next uh, story here, Tim. You are up with your little segment here. Right. <laughs> Last year, GameStop closed about 320 stores across America as an as part of an effort to de-densify their store base. This year, the company will close at least that many and potentially more. So. GameStop couldn't ha- is couldn't happen to a nicer company. Yeah, GameStop is. Uh, well, first of all, we've been kind of seeing their downfall over a, a number of, uh, 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 over a number of months, maybe years, even. Um, Let me tell you what really irks me about this part. Okay. It. Not only is GameStop going to probably they say fail. I'm a grumpy old man. Sorry, oh, God. here it is. That's fine. Not only are they about to fail, but they are taking down one of my favorite brands. Think Geek. I know. Yeah, I know. They bought Think Geek. Think Geek was chilling. They were minding their own business, 
doing their thing. They are a local business. They were based out of Northern Virginia. And they had cool stuff too. They, they had just... cool stuff. And now GameStop has drugged them into the mire. Sad. You know, here's the thing. Like I frequent the the two GameStops in Woodbridge fairly regularly because they ha- they a lot of times have good deals on statues and pops. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go in there to get to get that stuff. And outside of the fact that I think they're PS4 homers for the most part. Um, they're generally really nice people. Like I, I like know. they, they judge you whether or not you're a freaking adult and buying a Pokemon game, but that's fine. I haven't had that problem, but I buy toys and they don't judge me. Um, must be nice. I bought my I bought my Magic cards there not too long ago. Uh, I feel bad for the folks that work there because most of the people that work there, regardless of whether they are Xbox or PlayStation players they tend to be pretty passionate about their products uh-huh. and all that stuff um and they are they're in a losing battle they are and uh they're also uh really causing a big controversy these days because uh they they declared that their employees amidst all this uh coronavirus shit that their employees still needed to show up for work because they were considered essential because they were helping folks Stay at home. Let me tell you what helps folks stay at home. Digital downloads. How about that? So, (laughs) And and again, I would like to point out, five years ago, Xbox got up and said, hey, digital downloads, it's the way to go. And one of the main groups of folks that pushed back from a retail perspective was GameStop. Of course. Best Buy kind of transitioned more and more out of carrying physical games. Like, size of the size of the physical game section in Best Buy, as opposed to like what it used to be, is like yeah. super small. Because you know yeah. why? You adapt as a business. Yeah. Yes. That's what you do. You adapt, and and GameStop has always been behind. They've always tried to react to stuff instead of trying to get out in the front foot on something. Yeah. You know, yep. Like digital downloads, or like the the toys, and 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 uh, now, I think they did a good job with the toys. I think they did a really good job with the toys. They they said, "All right, you know what? Well, yeah, we'll carry the toys." And but that was after it was already big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's 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 going to be sad to see them go because there are things where sometimes it's easier to walk into a GameStop and get something than it is to to wait for Amazon to ship it or. You know, to try to walk into other places and get those things. Yep. But uh, I, d- I don't. I, I always don't see. I but always they also feel like I'm getting scammed when I go in GameStop. They also <laughs> do still have a density issue. You know, in Woodbridge, there is a GameStop in Potomac Mills. There's a GameStop over by the Petco across from Dick's, and less it- than three blocks up the road. There is another GameStop in the old Shoppers Shopping Center. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a lot of real estate that you're paying for. It's a lot right? of real estate. Yeah. Um, honestly, if I was GameStop, I would close. Man, I don't know. I I would consider closing every store in a mall. 
Yeah. I was going to say, that, those That's mall stores easy. are really expensive. I know they get the foot traffic. But, you know, you... you and and this, this is something I was told by people that work at GameStops. You traditionally get less trade-in traffic at, at the mall stores. And you can't do midnight op- midnight uh, sales at the at the uh, the mall stores either. Yeah, I believe it because the malls typically want to charge you extra and I, to open at midnight. Yeah, and I think that at the end of the day, you know, if um, if GameStop was to really want to like turn things around, they have to think about like how do I innovate in this market where I'm not going to win. Everything's moving digital. Everybody's moving. They do sell digital downloads. Yeah, but nobody's going to go out of their way to go to a freaking GameStop, even for the little exclusive stuff that they're going to sell, you know, and and you would have access to. I I guarantee you that it is not as lucrative and they cannot possibly make much on their bottom line for for that, uh, you know, in in the way of margin for. So I'm going to tell you why. I'm gonna. T- so this is this is my my pitch for why the gaming industry needs to try to help GameStop. Okay. Because GameStop is your best opportunity to get people to trade up to new consoles. So I think the worst thing that could happen to the launch of the PlayStation Five and the new Xbox is that GameStop doesn't exist when those units come out. Um, maybe again, I'm going to, I'm going to argue it and say the world is moving to a cloud world. Maybe that's going right. to be relevant for this upcoming no, no, generation. No. Here, here's, here's, here's my reason why. Uh-huh. Here's my reason why. One, where else are you an in-person trade on your console and walk out with another console the same day? No, and yeah. the, the. Who wants to trade in their console and just not have a console until the new one gets there? No, yeah, uh, yeah. I just yeah. think that that's not going to become an issue. I'm, I'm thinking, think I'm, can, I'm thinking think like ten years in the future, issue. fifteen years in the future, where I, consoles don't even exist. Well, See, fifteen th- years in fifteen years in the future, maybe. But I also think if GameStop goes away, I think physical games are dead. Yeah. Well, I, I think mean, physical games are dead anyways. But well, but I here's think the problem. You've got a their... whole audience of people that can't do digital. GameStop missed their spot. They could have been Steam. They could have been the place where you kept your games and, and played them anywhere, and they just missed it. They just didn't have the vision to see. Well, but see, the problem with that is that requires a lot of cooperation from the people that own the games. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just not a decision that GameStop can make. Yeah, Um, I I don't disagree with you. I do think that they've dropped the ball in a lot of places to reinvent themselves. But I also don't think GameStop is the is the thing that you want going out of business. Like yeah. I think you gotta find a way to keep GameStop afloat, even if it's one of those deals where, like, like the 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 the, the gaming companies, the people that have a stake in it, you know, Sony, Microsoft, some of these big publishers, maybe need to sit down and have a conversation. Like, listen, 
we'll help you with your business model. Maybe we're not going to give you money, but we'll give you we'll give you some brain trust to try to help figure out like, yo, what can we do mm-hmm. to to drive you know folks into mm-hmm. your folks into your store. Think yeah. if think if they'd have done that trade in digitally. Think that's a great thing, right? That, that, see, that's something they can do. Licensing, yeah. Like it's Microsoft, licensing, yeah. Microsoft and Sony could put GameStop in charge of that. They could say, listen, <laughs> digital download, if somebody wants to trade in a digital copy, they go through you to do it. Right? That's not taking anything, that's not taking anything off. It's actually probably uh, making their lives easier because they don't have it. but yeah, I feel like I feel like it's hard when you want to when you want to put out new consoles and new and you got to have somebody that can take that stuff in. Yep. Now, to GameStop's credit, they went toys, they went statues, they took, they started taking in electronics, which I think is the right move. Like, I, yeah. I thought that that was like, yeah, okay, like you need a more, um, you need a, a stickier reason for people to want to come into a place like that, other than to buy a video game. Like they should go yeah, there. Like you should be able to l- do land parties or some kind of like event space. Like you know what you should be able to do? You should be able to build a PC at GameStop. Yeah, like that would be. You should so be able to cool. walk into GameStop and like, because really, when well, we're lucky, we got Micro Center. But if you live in other places, like where do you go when you want a nice graphics card? I, know. I get legit excited. Or if you want RAM to a to a Micro Center, I get oh, so excited. Micro, oh, and, well, oh, and let me just say, started. Micro Center is not this the is most like, inviting place in the world to go no, shop. No, but it smells oh, like it smells like uh, computer parts. It smells in. like computer. I'm not a big fan right. of the folks that work at Micro Center. Oh, I, oh that's no, that's no, where no, I feel like people are trying to sell me shit. Yeah, oh yeah, because they're all on commission and they still wear suits like it's 1982. Yeah, trying to sell you a fucking. Uh, like yo, around. do you mind if I put this sticker on your item? It's interesting though. If, if you go into Micro Center and look like you know what you're doing, they pretty much leave you alone because yeah. they yeah, know true. that they're not going to sell you something that you don't want or don't need. Yeah. So if I go in and I like know exactly, you know, I'm going to I head straight for PC parts and I'm looking at water cooling and that kind of thing. They pretty much leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Well, I, I want to hear from our audience. You can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com and let us know if you uh, have any thoughts on on the direction that GameStop is going. Uh, not looking good. But I do want, Tim, you got another one on your plate here, my man. Y'all, y'all, I would just want to point out that you all made me a GameStopologist. Though. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, in what world is that a thing? Um, What I got? Ah. The, uh, the the global COVID-19 pandemic is brutalizing retailers and straining the world's healthcare systems, but it's proven to be a boon for one sliver of the video game industry. Interest in watching other people play video games is sore, boosted by a conspicuous lack of professional sport. And that is so fucking cool. Let okay. me tell you. Way cool. Maybe three or four years ago, <clears throat> uh, Will's old flag football coach, had made a post on uh, Facebook about ESPN showing. Oh, what is it? What's the what's the tournament where that they do the fighting? All the different fighting games. Oh, I have no idea. Um, hmm. I can't remember what it was, but they were 
like a Street Fighter Five tournament. He was like, "What the heck are they doing? Why are they showing us ESPN?" And I was like, "Yo, esports." And he was like, "Esports, really?" I was like, "Why don't you go Google what some of these people make a year and how much they're going to make on this tournament?" And he was like, "Oh my God!" I was like, "Yeah, there's there is epic amounts of money involved in this, and in this in this environment." You don't need to be there in person to do it. There is a uh, so or you can put four people in a space and have them real far apart. Yep. And they can have a tournament. Uh, it's a this weekend Overwatch League fires back up. Yep. That's what they're doing. They're going to arenas. They're mm-hmm. in separate. They used to sit right next to each other. They're going to separate areas. They're having their uh, and, and Al League starts up uh, this week. Yeah, and, and according to the article here, they even talk about it. Uh, the growing general interest in esports is clearly a good thing for game makers like Activision Blizzard, uh, developer of Overwatch, another popular esports combat uh, combat game, complete with an organized league. Um, like like any other league, Activision monetizes consumer <laughs> interest in watching the other uh, watching others play the game by selling tickets to the event and selling sponsorship yeah. of those events. And uh, could you imagine what they're able to sell as far as sponsorship goes for something like oh this, where it's like, oh, there's nothing else on. And, you know, and people it does two things. One, it helps uh, funnel money to the gaming companies and, and you know, mm-hmm. for, for that sponsorship. And to but the then also, it, yeah, and to the contestants, which is important. But to the other thing, uh, it, it boosts interest because then all of a sudden yeah. these people who are like, nah, I'm never going to give that a shot. They're like, oh, this is on. OK. And then they start to realize, wow, this is really freaking cool. And there's a lot of excitement and hype around it like i legit get excited about overwatch tournaments and watching justice play i think that's it's pretty cool so i think a lot of other things are coming on too i there is some league on it, it's a it's not madden it's a different football game it's on they have a league like the teams play each other and it's sort of like cities and it's like i can't remember the name of it um another football game yeah, and, and it's, it's not Madden, and it's not Madden. It, hmm. It's amazing, um, and it's but, like American football, not soccer. Yeah, like American football. Um, is, although yeah. FIFA, FIFA's having a uh, a tournament right now, and the players are playing. I don't. I have oh, really no cool. idea what that yeah, would be. It's great. Is uh, it battle bowl like where there's monsters? No. Does it actually? No, look no, like no, no, no. It's real football, and it's like the Indianapolis Rough Riders or something. Oh, you're talking about the XFL. No, 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 no. This is it's a game. It's it's on like uh, one of those extreme sports channels or something. Uh, I have no idea what that would be. I have no idea either. Although he brings up a a, a weird point. Did you all see um, that there was a new thing where the NFL is saying yeah, other gone. other companies can license football properties, but they can't do simulation football. What is so, oh, so what is simulation football? So it's like where it looks like a real game. So like Madden, uh, but like, I, I guess what they're like, what I was thinking of is like, yo, they can, this is it. That's they what they're do doing. Now. They're playing this. They're playing. Yeah against each other and it's teams from different cities and oh, i can't remember the name of it 
I should have looked it up ahead of time. No, I, no, I, the thought came to me. I didn't think ahead of time, but uh, the thought just came to me about about this league, and it's on every week. Oh, but too cool, man. I know it's. Don't know um, what that is, but sounds fun. Uh, I think it's on. It's on uh, eleven sports or something like that. Oh, but God, I, I, have no I idea. think I think this is a great time for creators like YouTube creators. You know, yep. for instance, I've noticed a big uptick in a lot of the folks that I follow that do like division videos, you know, stuff where their their right. content isn't isn't based on having to go outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. It's called it's taking- SFL. It's called the Simulation Football League. I've never heard That's of that. Interesting. Game. I never heard of it either. Um, I I don't know if you all follow Jessica Chobot. Yeah. Uh, you know she's she's really put out a lot of YouTube content. Even like stuck in the house, she's been doing like a lot of Q and A's, uh, a lot of other. You know, random stuff that's been good. You know? Yeah, and what what's crazy about that? Like with this whole pandemic issue, like it's a good thing that I've got a job, but like my job has gotten busier due to this, and that's just kind of the oh. nature of the of yeah, the IT. So is mine. Like, yeah, and your job, like just and again, I'm not I'm not saying this to complain whatsoever because I feel truly blessed that I'm I've got a job. I know a lot of people are unfortunately out of a job right now, but right, uh, it, it's like it it's uh it's keeping me from like creating content in some cases like i'm not able to to focus up on some of the other things um which is fine because i think the work that that i'm doing is is certainly helpful um and you know all things will pass so uh it's just an interesting an, an interesting predicament yeah you know in our job we deal with a lot of a lot of dod customers um and a lot of them, a lot of it's healthcare related. Yeah. And so those folks, they have a an entirely different burden, yeah, on them right now. So oh, yeah, a lot of our stuff has has slowed down to an extent, and so we're figuring out how to pivot mm. uh, in this environment. As a matter of fact, one of the guys that I that I worked with um, is a nurse by trade um, for the public health service, and he just got sent to New York. Um, he's Oof. there for. Mm. He's there for probably at least 60 days and um, scary, you know, it's tough. Yeah. 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 You know, you you think about like people and that, like, you know, in the service branches Mm -hmm. um, going to war and possibly not coming back. Like you don't think about the same. It is. It is. It is a war of sorts. Um, But like, I don't think people really necessarily sign up to be doctors and nurses thinking that they are going to get deployed to an area that is yeah. as deadly as a battlefield. Yeah. And this and is why probably telling you as deadly beforehand as a battlefield, home. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not a great situation. No, but I do think that they sign up knowing that they yeah. are yeah, yeah, saving yeah. lives, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. or like, a... you know, really thinking about like, maybe not even those folks, but like the people who are working in just, you know, public hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. All the staff, like everybody, the yeah. nurses, the the administration, like everybody helping to keep those places up and running and to keep people in and out, like it's amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Um, so I yeah, I found this thing. It is it is called the simulation football leg. It has 
Uh, yeah, but it doesn't look like it's an actually eight, a video game. It has 20 teams. Um, like right now, the St. Louis Gladiators are taking on the Queen City Corsairs. Um, and it's it's a simulated football league. It's just amazing. So it looks like they're what they're broadcast is a video game version of them simulating football games. Yeah. But that the that the, the rosters aren't based off of any real teams. No, no, no. Yeah, they couldn't use the real real people. That would that wouldn't that wouldn't be allowed. So it's just like randomly generated right. people with randomly generated statistics and then it's just they, all automated they like play each other, yeah. simulation. No, I, I think it's I thought it was people behind the players. Interesting. It I don't plays know. like Madden. You watch it. It's a. It, I thought it was like them playing like Madden. Mm, interesting. Just not with real people. Yeah. It, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. But yeah, all these all these esports are just they're they're going crazy. It's a, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a good time to be a gamer. Um, you know, and and certainly there's do. nothing else on. Yeah, might as well watch that. C- certainly Call do. It. I know. Like people listening to this, and you're like, oh, I've never watched an esport thing in my life. I'm never. Give it a shot. Like it's it's really yeah, it w- it's pretty cool. You'll get into the hype. Yeah, CS:GO's been on a lot lately. Uh, Call of Duty's been on a lot lately. You know, I've never played CS:GO, but my buddy John, who just built his first computer, has been playing tons of CS:GO, and he's been trying to get me to. Play. It's I played a lot of Counter Strike back in the day. Played on on a league and everything, and it was, it's intense, man. Yeah, it's intense. So, uh, let's move on to the to our last news topic. Just a very quick mention because we're running out of time here. Um, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, remake is potentially shipping a little early due to the coronavirus. So Square Enix announced today early. that copies of Final Fantasy VII Remake intended for Europe and Australia have been shipped earlier than usual. Square Enix hopes that this will ensure those copies will arrive at launch in those regions. But it's also aware that doing this risks them getting to some players ahead of the game's global launch. So if you're in those regions and you're listening to this show, keep an eye out. Uh, us here in America will be uh, awaiting your thoughts on how the game plays and, and all hey. that stuff. People are playing the uh, people are playing the the demo and loving it and thinking it's really cool. So yeah, it's fine. Throw them a bone. Give, give them the game. Yeah. Thing, yeah, I go think, play Final Fantasy. It's a great game. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's a brand new IP. Yeah, true. Right. Uh, it's well, a, yeah, it's a remaster, right? We've, yeah. we've seen the but game before. It's a it's a new it's a new game it's a new experience of the story, which you know is almost like a new uh, game in itself. So. Uh, let us know your thoughts on today's news items. You can uh, just email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. And we have some uh, full stream ahead news. All right. So uh, let's see. Let's bring this one up. So uh, Tencent, the world's biggest gaming company, is developing a cloud gaming platform with controversial phone maker and telecom giant Huawei. Uh, Reuters reported on Friday the Chinese uh, companies will apparently focus on artificial intelligence and augmented reality. Why? So this is basically my interpretation. If Huawei is building a gaming platform based on artificial intelligence and augmented reality, this is how the Terminator happens. Do you want (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger? Skynet became cognizant at... uh... Yeah, what's what are, the date? All right, come on, nerds. What's what's the date that Skynet becomes uh, comes aware? 
Uh, uh, what's today? March thirtieth, twenty twenty. I forget. Uh, so, so I think that's that's interesting. This is going to be something that we August twenty ninth. August twenty ninth. All right. So just give it till the end of the year. Um, All right. This is one that we're going to follow. I, I know that you know one of our biggest focuses of this of this segment is around some of this emerging streaming technology, and uh, thought that's that was super interesting news. Huawei, of course, is somewhat controversial. A lot of uh, a lot of issues between the U.S. and Huawei, and uh, I, I think that we'll uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Um, so yeah, when we talk about this, we always talk about companies that would have clout. Yeah, or the money and the ability to really make this work. These are two of the largest companies in the world. Well, period. they've got, period. The, they've got, they've the, got the money, money and yeah. they've got the clout. They, <laughs> but can they export their products to any places where it matters? Uh, could they, could they step outside themselves enough to make it work in the Western Western world. Yeah. I don't think so. I well, not today. I, I would I don't say know that, if that I'm could change. Their product up to my internet. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It's like it's a little it's a little weird to me too. So let us know your thoughts on uh on these two entering the streaming realm. You can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Uh Diddy, you've got a, a video game review to talk to us about. It involves killing a lot of demons and, and stuff, so here we go. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were surprised. Hit it, Diddy. All right. So you know how we always talk about what's really important in a video game is story that you can just you know, you can they can kill a lot of stuff and you can have shooters and you can have, you know, all this kind of stuff, but story is really important. Sure. Forget it. Dude, <laughs> forget all that. Forget it. Forget it. Forget, forget it. Everything you ever learned about joystick and mouse. For, Doom Eternal is just amazing. It it is just complete insanity. It gets your heart beat going. It's the adrenaline flowing. The, the like you get through a mission and you're breathing hard and your hands are hurting from moving the mouse and pushing the buttons. It is doom in all its ever loving glory it, it is fantastic you sound ten, like you enjoyed this game sir 10 out of 10 given an 11 if you can't oh really uh, wow man that's aggressive uh, this is how obsessed i am i beat it in two weeks oh geez that's pretty good for you and i and, and like i've i've skipped world of warcraft dailies i've skipped doing everything to sit and play doom it's now the story in doom is actually pretty good um it's typical id they don't give you a whole lot of direction you know and you sort of got to figure things out on your own but and there's really not a whole lot of direction that you need i mean you, you get a thing well, to blow something up with it, like yeah pretty much and you know and they give they they sort of you know, uh, give you the guns as you go along. So to give you the bigger guns, you get the BFG at the very end. And then there's a couple of spots where you really need to use it. Um, but the, um, like I didn't figure, I couldn't, didn't figure out that you could modify your ship until about halfway through. <laughs> so, <Bless> you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I, I so tried to collect batteries 
And I had no idea what the hell the batteries are for. And then I realized, oh, hey, you can unlock stuff in your fortress. The, yeah. The batteries. So, uh, again, just a lot of fun. Doom and all its glory. Yes, that's it's intense uh, insanity killing demons it's an amazing amazing game i love it i i definitely want to get it um i'm just kind of on overload with just uh, no time i have no time and i need to have more time to like, play it but it like is like i gonna... said i but i put everything else on hold to play doom it was just a, it was a blast <laughs> Yeah, see, I want to get a, I want to get through the first Doom, and I've gotten a, a bit of the ways through it, and it is so fun. I just haven't revisited it. That's all it is. And, it, and there were a couple of times where I was playing where I was like, man, this is like back in you know, back in the days when we fired up Doom the first time, yeah. you know, and we we're rolling through the, the uh, Citadel shooting demons and stuff, and it was just, man, it was fun. Yeah. Well, uh, folks, you can email in and let us know if you've been playing Doom Eternal. Um, I- I'm excited to try it out at some point. What about you, uh, Jay Dimes? You going to try it at some point? Uh, maybe. I bought it for Will, um, so I have it. Has he beat it yet? Steal, steal that shit from him. <laughs> we bought it digitally, oh, um, so man. I just have to install there, it and turn it on. There are a couple of them that are just holy crap. <laughs> yeah. And I'll I probably play it okay. on easy. And I played on easy mode. Yep. Don't, Nothing don't, wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. I played it on easy mode, and it was still intense. Cool, I man. can't imagine. Well, folks at home, email joystickamouse at gmail.com. Let us know if you've been playing uh, Doom Eternal, what you think of the game. Do you agree with Diddy's 10 out of 10? 11 out of 10, maybe? Let us know. All right, folks, that's going to be a show. Let's clap it out. Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, gives us a listen. If you enjoy what li- what you listen to, head over to uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever you know podcast listener that you listen to us on. Give us a five star rating um, and make sure that you are subscribed to the show so you don't miss a single episode. Uh, all the links to the various podcatchers are over at joystickandmouse.com. Uh, also, while you're over there, you can uh, see all of our uh, contact information. Me, Jade Imes, Diddy. All of us, uh, you've got our Twitch channels. You've got everything there. So uh, that's it. That's the show. So until next time, Diddy. See you later, folks. Good times. Salutations. Take care, be everybody. Safe. Stay safe, please. Hey, be safe, guys. Yes. Toodles. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>